Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. Today we're reading dreams about Indian spices, cults, and soup. Yum. We also have a dream where we're talking about beer, unique pets, and gynecologists. Go get checked out. We're also talking about the most common nightmares by each state. Interesting. So let's get started, besties. Woo! We should always have it on there, like, check record that we're recording, too. Yeah, maybe that should be the first thing besides stop. Stop. (laughs) Turn off the heater heater in the air. Make Make sure sure mics are on. Check. Hi, Mindy. What's what's up? You're trying to do it so perfectly, but it's cute. Hi, Mindy. Hey. Hi. Hello. Hola. Como estas? Bonjour. Bonjour, ça va? Yeah, we survived. Oh, Oh, God, it's been a long time. Yeah, I know. But we got a couple listener dreams to get to this week. Do you want me to get started? Yes, please. This, this is going to be a interesting one, okay? I, I think we just need to jump right in because there's a lot to talk about. And um, uh, <laughs> let's just get started, I guess. This is from Phil, and he's from London, Ohio. 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 Oh, hi, Phil. Hi, Phil. Me and two of my friends were driving through Iowa. Holla. Um, <laughs> came across an idyllic town slash compound seemed like paradise. The compound felt so out of place in Iowa. (laughs) What are you trying to say here, Phil? Yeah, um, rude. Okay. (laughs) How have we never heard of this place? We drove down a hill into the newly constructed compound. Why spend millions to make this in the middle of nowhere, Iowa? Wait, 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 wait. Did he watch the movie Field of Dreams recently? I that is a good question. I should um respond back, but um I don't know. This is, you know, if you build it, they will come, but That's what they say. But everyone's yes. heard of the Field of Dreams. These guys have never oh, I assume he and his friends, sorry. It could be friends, girlfriends, boyfriends, I don't know. So they drive <laughs> they drive down the into these doors. They have to go through these doors to get oh, into okay. this compound. I, I just picture like um the Jurassic Park door yeah, like I opening. Yeah, I did like, <laughs> dun, 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 you know, like they open up. <laughs> See, you would notice something, like people would notice something like that, I feel like. Yeah, you think know that be... existed. Right. We met an Indian spiritual leader and the community members brought him <laughs> turkey neck frozen dinners and he oh. thanked them and they left. <laughs> that is a good gift. If I, I mean, when you're meeting a leader of... I turkey necks. Okay. (laughs) We all went back for a luncheon with Indian and Far Eastern food. Then another giant feast of a turkey carcass. What's with the turkeys? But heavily spiced with Indian spices. But here's, I think, where the hammer drops. There were a bunch (laughs) of rules at this luncheon. Oh, no, God. I can't wait to hear these. Uh, well, yes. Okay. Social rules for well, turkey neck carcass luncheon. Ready. Uh, <laughs> here we go. There's eight. So bear with me. 
One. Oh my God! There's the fact that he remembers these rules. I is know. I'm like, is, is he Mindy secretly sending me a dream? <laughs> no. I'm not sure. It's very specific. It does seem very much like something I would dream of, but I love this. Okay. And these are okay. Just I'm just gonna go. Okay. One, we see the water. <laughs> Two, <laughs> we drink the water. Okay. Th- three, the water feeds the flesh. Oh. Which I don't necessarily know what that means. That seems very religious. Okay. And four, we eat the flesh. Oh, God. This is not good. Five, we burn everything. <laughs> Including the flesh? <laughs> maybe. Maybe it's turkeys. Oh, okay. <laughs> Poor turkeys. Um, six, we use water to put the fire out. Makes sense. Seven, this creates salt. <laughs> Eight, we make soup from the salt. Oh, no. This seems like a very, very detailed su- recipe. This is such a Mindy dream, I feel like. <laughs> I, I almost had to question it. Um, <laughs> so everyone was enamored by this leader, but we started to feel like they were in a cult. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you think? There's lots of weird yeah. rules here. Um, they took us through a gallery of artwork. The artwork seemed reasonably priced. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 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 helpful. That's nice. I'm. I hope they picked up something nice on their trip yeah. through this cult. You don't want to overpay. <laughs> Is that like the gift shop at the end? <laughs> the you know how they always the shuffle end. you through the gift yeah, shop. Yeah, they it's always like, have it at the end because you can't leave without going. Through thanks the gift for shop. for attending our culty ceremony. Here's get a keychain. Um, thanks for attending our turkey carcass dinner. <laughs> We should have saved this one for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should wait for it. <laughs> the, the cult was a very violent religion. We saw a spousal counseling session where the woman stabbed the man directly into the thigh. What did he do to deserve that? But it was praised by the spiritual leader. You need to create, burn, destroy, make soup, and rebirth. <laughs> the make soup is what's the best part. Who doesn't love a good soup? even when they offered us concubines we still wanted out the perfect town was very very wrong when they offered them cock what is it (laughs) concubines what are concubines um it's basically like female sex slaves oh to put it in the most basic way possible so even that they still wanted out i don't blame them i don't blame them either and um did they get to take some soup home? <laughs> don't know. Wait. That was the end of it. That was, that was the it? end of it. <laughs> but the, just like this dream. I mean, it's not a good time. It's kind of a scary time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very worried for Phil's brain. I am too. What's going on? It all starts the same, like with any cult. Like, so they they arrive to paradise, basically. Yeah. And it's like, they're, but that's how everything starts. They're nice and everything is perfect. And then they start to break you down. Mm-hmm. But the thing I thought that was interesting was they had no idea about this. And I get it. A lot of cults are secret, but a lot of cults also, you need to grow. So you need to bring the more population yes. in. And the fact that he said there was new buildings and they were building new compounds, it seems like there's always locals that'll be like, oh, yeah, those weirdos out in the woods or, you know, <laughs> something like that. But the fact that no one had ever heard of these people was kind of creepy to me. But um, I'm always fascinated by cults. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite cult? 
Well, of course, it's Scientology because it scares me the most. Because mm. you, I feel like you could go into one of their centers and within one second they have you. I don't know how they do it, but it, hypnotism it, it it terrifies me. Like most <laughs> cults do. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, if you're smart or whatever, cults get you. They just get you somehow, and it you know you can be a successful, brilliant mind, but they know yeah. how it works and. Scientology is so big and far-reaching and so evil with and how, so much so much people in high power too. It's just scary, which is very scary. And it's like you you're basically stuck for life and not even life. And you're let you sign a contract for afterlife. Like, <laughs> um, I'm yeah. sorry, my afterlife self cannot agree to this at this moment. <laughs> they won't let you. She might change her mind. I don't know. She's just gonna see how what happens. They'll, they'll make you wh- grab onto those e-meters or whatever they are and you'll you'll be in for life like yeah i saw um a scientology center in downtown chicago once when i was with my brother Mm -hmm. and i was just so curious i was like tie a tether around my waist (laughs) and you wait outside (laughs) because i'm just so curious i just want to see what it's like but don't let go because if i'm not out in 10 minutes Pull on the tether and get me out of there because I I was just like, I wonder what they do. Like your people off the street that walk in. So, do you have a favorite cult, so to speak? I I was just (laughs) listening to a podcast called Twin Flames, produced by Wondery, fantastic show. But it's about um, this couple who claim what they say is like everyone in the world has a twin flame, and. Mm It's like I almost see it as like a creepy crush on someone. Like they might not like you at all, but they encourage you to like practically get arrested to prove your love to this twin flame. <laughs> and people pay thousands of dollars to be in this, and it still exists, which is the craziest thing. Mm-hmm. That you know, and they're they can tell you who your twin flame is, but the the weirdest thing is, is the guy you know does the whole claim to be God, Jesus, a reincarnation of Jesus, and that's what you know, I've never all heard of, that's, of such a yeah, thing. Right? Isn't that like cult one hundred and one? <laughs> yeah, I think it is cult one hundred and one. My divine power is channeling through me to tell you to do something, so you better listen. Right? Yeah. No. So no, if you that- want to listen, see, listen to a good podcast. It's called Twin Flames. It's on Wondery. It's on Wondery. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So good. It's like sounds- six or seven episodes. It's it sucks you in. Because especially when you get those people that get out of the cult, and then they start telling about what was those happening the in it. Best. That's why some of my favorite books are these Scientology books because it's like. It's like a tell-all. Holy shit. Like, everyone knows about Scientology, but they don't know about Scientology and how crazy is, like, putting kids in labor camps and, like, you know, taking them from their parents. And these parents are fine with it because they're devoted. It's just, it's Uh, bananas. It's crazy. Um, The next thing that I found interesting was that um, it was the Indian spiritual leader mm-hmm. and the frozen turkey neck dinners do you think oh. you get those at, like all these on sale like but turkey necks i don't know what the fuck is a turkey neck oh, I, yeah no i know there's well, different hmm. parts but why did he want them and why did he need so many that he had what's, to freeze them <laughs> and what's with the obsession of turkeys here right because everyone else had to eat the turkey carcass so, so why? You think why? there's a lot of carcasses lying around because there's a big group, but he only <laughs> wants the neck? Hmm. I can't even imagine, but that, I don't know. Maybe yeah, he likes him as a special treat. But I mean, if you think about him as like a dream symbol, it's kind of like the discarded part. So like, what does that yeah. mean? Like, it's like a something that 
turkey he, dinner, you rip it out of that inside out of the cavity and you throw it away, or you say you can save it for make soup. Ah, duh, maybe that's uh, oh, ding ding ding. <laughs> but he gets like it's supposed to mean like the turkey neck is something so fancy, but then everyone else has to eat the carcass. True. So it kind of goes with the cult mentality, Levels. like mm-hmm. the leader. No one questions. He gets the best of the best, and then we eat the carcass. So I feel like it's kind of quite literal. Either way, just give me like a drumstick. I'm good. <laughs> I like I want a the, drumstick. I like the dark meat. I do. I love dark meat. That's my favorite part of a turkey. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, going through this dream as if the theme of kind of being out of place isn't already prominent. Um, the food they eat, not just the carcass, but <laughs> that the strong Indian Middle Eastern spices, which, of course, mm-hmm. Iowa is known for. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are very... Dense history of Indian cuisine. Oh, yes, we love that and seafood. M- Middle Eastern and Indian spiced foods. <laughs> it's one of our specialties. So I was like, yeah, right? everything just kind of keeps falling into place of being out of place, I guess I should right, say. So, yeah. But then we come to the rules. <laughs> the eight rules. I just want to say, like, we could probably spend a whole episode on these eight rules and dive yes. into them. So... I think we're just going to have to um, remember them and kind of, mm-hmm. I'll briefly go over them again. But obviously, they're, they have to mean something. But I mean, only, only Phil's going to know like what these mean. Yeah. But it's quick. Okay. So, number one, we see the water. Number two, we drink the water. <laughs> number three, the water feeds the flesh. <laughs> number four, we eat the flesh. Maybe these mm. are the turkeys. I don't know. The flesh um, of the turkey. Number five, we burn everything. Number six, we use water to put the fire out. Number seven, this creates salt. And number eight, we make soup from the salt. <laughs> you can't have a good soup without some good salt. I, I mean, salt is the best ingredient in anything, <laughs> really. Mindy <laughs> knows this more than anyone. I do. I like Mindy my food salty. <laughs> uh, but it's interesting that there's eight rules and yeah. to get into numerology a bit, your favorite. Um, I do love it. Eight is often a number of like uh, power and strength. And it's it's often linked to money or value. Oh. And so, but, you know, we talk about this being a cult and that there's like a leader and someone you have to follow. I think it plays more into like the the power and strength side of the dream of than course. does the financial. It's nice to know, too, because my favorite number does happen to be eight. So maybe someday Ooh. I will be wealthy and powerful I'm sure that's exactly what it means. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be. I mean, Phil's <laughs> like, I got to send this to Brooke because her favorite number has to be eight. And <laughs> we got to figure this out now. <laughs> but it's also it's also um, a sideway. If you think about it, it's an infinity symbol. It is an infinity so symbol. So it could mean like an infinite amount of power or strength the rest of your life. It can mean, you know, money or good things to come. In, um, Sounds like a new amounts. tattoo for me. <laughs> <laughs> for Phil? <laughs> Phil. Get a turkey neck with an eight going. Like a, the turkey neck goes uh, through the eight. I would get an infinity symbol, but I don't know if I'd throw the turkey neck in there, but that's because it wasn't my dream. It was just true. Phil's dream. Interesting rules, though. That's Interesting certain- rules. And then, you know, the fact that they realize it's a cult pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> but my favorite part, after they even realized it was a cult, that they were taken through an art gallery. <laughs> and Phil says... The art seemed reasonably priced. <laughs> I'm glad yes. during all of this, he's realizing this art they're selling. It seemed like a pretty good deal. You know, it's like subjective, a pretty good, you know, but it's... 
important to note in the dream. <laughs> but it is interesting because it seems so far-fetched, all of it. And then this part is like completely <laughs> like sane. Yeah, like, completely it's, normal. It's oh, reasonable. it seemed like a yeah. good deal. It's like, you know, yeah. they were at Costco or something. <laughs> but then it quickly turns dark again with the therapy yeah. session with the wife stabbing. God, there's so much in this dream. I know. I about That's it. why I'm like, we can't talk about the rules. We don't there's have so much. Time. There's so much. She's and it was praised like stabbing the husband in the thigh or whatever was. I mean, mm. I think that is good therapy personally, but <laughs> <laughs> Brooke no, does but not so, condone, condone violence. No. I do not condone violence. That just seemed in your I dreams. Mean, fine, take out your anger. Doesn't hurt anybody. It's a weird form of therapy. Um, but I feel <laughs> and then at the end, the concubines, you know, it kind of turned funny yeah. that he mentioned, you know, even the concubines couldn't get us to stay. Yeah. Like bye. So I feel like I don't know, Phil. I don't know if this I feel like he goes back and forth in this dream between kind of funny and serious. So I don't know if that's mm-hmm. maybe like his personality in general. Mm-hmm. But I think it, he's confused about something, clearly, but cults themselves are confusing. They're made to, like, draw you in, and then they break Smoke you and down. mirrors. Smoke like, and mirrors, exactly. Yeah. So maybe his brain is kind of with this mix between comedy and seriousness as a, a pros and cons list of some sort in his head. Like you said, tr- you know, they trick you into thinking everything is great, but cults in general, they're tricky because I feel like it's a sign of loss of control of self. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if Phil has more of some searching to do for himself rather than a specific issue. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It could be both. It could be one or the other. But I feel like you lose so much control when you are in a cult and so much of yourself that maybe he's dealing with something within himself rather than a very specific issue. At least he had some friends with him. You know, it's not like he entered this cult by himself, like, or he he found this place by himself. He had two people, or was it a couple people he knew? If they made it out, I mean, it seems like they were gonna, because the concubines were gonna keep them, but we're going. Shuffle us through the gift shop again. (laughs) (laughs) I guess my final question is with this dream why all the rules? Just skip to the point and make some goddamn soup is what I think it should boil down to. Because that is literally boil down to Brooke. Oh, good one, Mindy. (laughs) I mean, if that's number eight, we make soup with the salt. Why not just make fucking soup? From just the get beginning. the salt from some. Get, get go to the store from somewhere. And I mean, does even burning something make salt? I don't know. Scientists. I don't know the scientific. That's, I don't know background to that. Like, because it's like we burn something and that creates salt. Is that even true? I ashes <laughs> creates ashes. Ash soup. I don't Ooh, know. Ash soup. <laughs> Sign me not up for that. I will that- pass. <laughs> On that. It's just got turkey necks and ashes <laughs> and a some carcass. carcass and some ash. And of course, some carrots and celery. Well, I mean, who knows? That. It doesn't mention any of that. It just <laughs> mentions the salt. I and a mean, couple bay leaves. Guess what? Go to the store in the nearest Iowa city that's not in the middle of nowhere. Buy a shit ton of Campbell soup. Problem solved. You need one <laughs> rule. Number eight, make soup. <laughs> Everything's good after speed that. Speed it up. <laughs> Let's speed this process. But soup, soup making is not, but it's interesting because soup making is not a 
quick process to make a good soup. You got to simmer. You really got to get the flavor profile going. But Mm -hmm. good luck, Phil. I hope you um, find that self-discovery that you're looking for. Yeah. Thanks, Phil. If you want to be cool like Phil and share your soup recipe, you can email us your dreams or dream stories, revelations at gmail.com. We'll take your dreams. We'll take your nightmares. We'll take your favorite recipes in an Instapot or in a soup can. Minus the ash and turkey carcass. (laughs) Thanks, friends. Mindy. Oh, she's laughing already. I know she's got a good one. I'm excited about this one is all over the place bizarre, but it is interesting because it also kind of has a culty feel to it. No, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Here we so, go. Okay. This dream was submitted from Amber. She, her from Coleman, Alabama. Okay. Bama. Yeah. She's going to, she titles her dream and it's called No Beer with the Gynecologist. <laughs> I don't think we need to read the dream. It's already my favorite dream ever. <laughs> Wait, slash hidden lair. Oh, oh, I'm so interested now. Okay. Mm, let's dive in. <laughs> Amber starts, hey guys, I'm Amber from Alabama. I don't know Allie from Alabama, but I found, <laughs> which I love. I, I absolutely love that. Love Maybe that they should become way. friends. They should I think find they, each other. <laughs> they should definitely become besties. Allie, Amber, I think you guys are besties at heart. I, I feel oh, I do. Connection. I do. We might have just made like a love connection for real. <laughs> I found your podcast because of her comment on the Morbid group. So thanks, Allie. Yay. Okay. Anyways, I had a strange, vivid dream, and I immediately wanted to share it with y'all. Y'all. Y'all, I love it. So in my dream, my ex-best friend, then she says, who uses the same gynecologist as me in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay. (laughs) That's... That's what I always find in a good friend. Hey, what kind I mean, what gyne do you use? I'm in the waiting room. I'm like, hey, you want to hang out after this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So her ex-best friend who uses the same gynecologist told me that she and her <laughs> husband went on vacation and she stayed with our gynecologist and her husband for a week. Oh, okay. It's like really friendly. <laughs> <laughs> she told me that every time her husband would go buy beer and put it in the refrigerator... Our gynecologist's husband would pour it out and say that beer is not welcome in their home. What? Aren't they Rude. on vacation? Right. How is it their settle, home? Settle down there, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> not your Chad. No, it's <laughs> like, I, I get it. Settle down there, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> but her husband kept going out to buy more anyways. He, I hope he hit it, didn't bring it in the house because, my God, yeah, gynecologist right? is going to flush Back it down the Back to the, the rules. Toilet. What the hell? More rules. You're right. Okay. Oh, my God. I didn't understand why my ex-friend's husband would keep bringing beer to the home if they said it wasn't welcome. I, that's fair. Yeah. Fast forward a year or so, <laughs> I guess. So in her dream, she's, yeah, she's fast forwarding a year in her dream. A friend of mine... <laughs> who also uses the same gynecologist. Wow. This is one popular gynecologist. She goes, we live in a small town and she really is the best. (laughs) Is she the best or the only? Because there could be a big difference. So now now we've got three friends here. Uh, Well, one's next. We don't know what happened to that one. To be determined. My friend and I were hanging out in a tent in my backyard. And I don't know why. (laughs) Cool. Just a tent. Roughing it, just you know, just camp. roughing like, it. It's in the like, kids, do, like you know? kids. Yeah, <laughs> like it's for the time in the backyard. 
That's my kind of camping. Like it's close to the door where I can go to the bathroom or get an air conditioning if I need it. That is Brooke's only kind of camping. (laughs) Maybe. Not the best. The only. (laughs) Right? The only, unless it's like a a cabin with everything that's in there that a hotel room would have. Let's just say it. (laughs) It's okay. Okay. So then Amber goes on. Our home is on 40 acres of land, so the backyard is a pasture with some woods. My friend and I went walking around the wooded area and found a house on the Uh land that I've never seen before. Creepy. Creepy. Yeah, you think you'd notice it if it was on your land. Right? It's your land. I mean, 40 acres is big, but still, if it's your land, you think you've maybe gone across it a few times. (laughs) It was huge, and it was gorgeous. It looked like a miniature resort. Oh, so it's not like a little cabin. It's like a mini mansion. It's like like huge. (laughs) Yeah, but you would definitely notice that. Uh, we did decide not to bother them, although the house was built on my property. <laughs> so you you had every right to go over there and be like, what the well, hell? Well, you know, maybe she was like, well, if we're nice, they'll let us use their pool house sometime. <laughs> All the amenities, the workout All the room, amenities. the pool, the sauna. <laughs> so we were walking my dog, who I kept calling by my actual dog's name, but it was really <laughs> a black bear on my dog's leash. <laughs> Yogi, Yogi, come here. Yogi. I don't know. I just made. I like Yogi. 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 Come back. What kind of what kind of leash would it take to contain a black bear? I'm guessing it has to be the harness. I mean, it has to be because don't bears have basically no neck? Yeah, like, they're, they're, their heads don't have, they all are like wide enough. Yeah, like you would have to have a harness on this. I definitely on Yogi. Yogi would on Yogi. need a harness. A harney. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so they were walking their her bear, dog, bear. <laughs> we find a strange wooded area that has an opening in the middle of it. And we were okay. curious about what was going on there. Oh, boy. I feel okay. like this isn't going to be good. Yeah. So, randomly... My brother-in-law was there, and I asked him to hold my dog, in parentheses, dog. And I was dog trying bear. to... T- <laughs> dog bear. Yogi the dog bear. I was, uh, I was trying to tighten up my dog's collar so she wouldn't run away from my brother-in-law, but I couldn't figure out how to do it, and I was getting so frustrated. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be a lot harder to put a harness I on would- a think it's a little more difficult especially since dogs are kind of domesticated at this point but a bear not so much nope she goes on to say i grabbed a beer from the tent my friend and i were staying in and she told me i wasn't allowed (laughs) to have it because our gynecologist kept hiding her beer from her in her own house stupid gynecologist why can't she just let everyone have a beer is it really going to make that much of a difference? They're just, t- I mean, beer and You're camping, camping go hand in hand. You're ca- <laughs> beer and a gynecological exam go hand in <laughs> I told her about my ex-friend saying that they weren't allowed to have beer in their home, but she can't tell us what to do on our own property. <laughs> That's true. She she could on her own. You crossed the I line. Get it. You crossed the line. You crossed the line. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, our gynecologist appeared. <laughs> And took, and took my beer and hid it under the bathroom sink in my house and told me that people are not allowed to see my beer. <laughs> I was so confused. You think she, uh, if she was God, that opposed, you, why did she hide it? You think she just pour it out? <laughs> Dump it out. But under the bathroom sink? Weird place. And then she told her where it was. It's <laughs> under the bathroom sink, but no one can drink it. <laughs> hmm. 
So my friend was using binoculars to see what was in the clearing in the woods. And she told me that she could see what looked to be a hidden lair. Ooh. I told her, hold up. I would be right there because I was busy just trying to get my wedding dress on real quick. <laughs> Question mark. Ah, wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Amber, you got, you got Brooke going here. <laughs> it might be a minute. <laughs> She's trying to get her wedding dress on. Yeah. So the best, if you have to replace anything with beer, it's putting your wedding dress on, going to find a hidden lair. <laughs> it seems like the complete appropriate apparel. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with this situation. <laughs> so while I was getting dressed, there were all Wait. these trucks and tractors. They were driving through my backyard, and I don't know these people. Okay. Seems like there's a lot going on in her property so that she's much. not aware of. Good point, yes. So finally, I got out to the tent where my friend was using binoculars to look at the hidden lair in my wedding dress. <laughs> and I took the binoculars and I looked. and There was an entire Native American reservation. Oh, boy. Just going on with their lives. <laughs> Again, another huge thing in her property. She had no idea what's happening. Nope. Then, okay, this creeps me out. Then, random men, random men. Randos. Randos. Started reaching... From under the tent and up my dress <gasps> and grabbing and pulling my legs. And that's when I woke up. Ooh, creepers. Ooh, that's so creepy. I have no clue what any of this is about, but it was super vivid and realistic and weird. I love your podcast. I can't wait to listen to new episodes when they come out. Keep being great, Amber. Oh, Amber. Thank you First so of all, much. you are the sweetest. Thank you. That is so sweet. And I'm sorry, like, we had to add that onto the end of a terrible <laughs> terrible end to your dream but <laughs> thank you for sharing we love that you shared with us and that i oh dream is insane i hope your wedding dress was pretty <laughs> if there's anything uh, i just can hope get for your you. random hands off of it like oh ew. god that has ew. to be the and from like under the tent too it's not yes. like that's like that means like, like just they're almost underground right because right the they're tent, just like Ugh, that leaves creepy. a bad taste in my mouth. No, I don't but like it. You know what leaves a good taste in my mouth is beer. <laughs> but beer. she's not allowed to have any. Mm -mm. You know what it no. leaves a good taste in my mouth? Not not literally, but I like the idea of a bear on a harness, like your little baby. Little ba <laughs> like baby a dog little, bear. Baby dog bear. That's his name. <laughs> baby dog bear. <laughs> you could have the beer, I'll have the bear, and then we'll just have the figure out the Battlestar Galactica part <laughs> if you are the office watchers that we are. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> Beats, uh. Bears, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Hashtag, what does Rain Wilson dream? Oh, you got it! Good job. I Thank can't you. wait to hear from him. I have a feeling he's going to let us know. I feel I feel like one of these days, one of these celebrities will get back to us. They have to. But until then, keep tagging, tagging that hashtag with us. So every week we're tagging this hashtag on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and anywhere you can. So if you want to get one of these celebrities to write us back, do us a favor. Hashtag them. Hashtag repost. Do anything you need to because we want to hear from our fave, well, our celebrity <laughs> friends. Let's Our just celebrity say. friends. Because we have a whole... Big goose egg of them right now. <laughs> <laughs> big goose egg. 
Well, we do kind of aim high, I feel like. We do. Like, yeah, for, we like, do. Tom we Hanks do. Hanks and Harrison Ford. You and know. Things like that. So, um, reach, reach for the stars. Reach I mean, for the literally. stars. I mean, what can go wrong? Just a goose egg. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just a goose egg. Someday. Someday. Wow. Okay. Where do we begin with this yes. one? Well, I'm going to start with the beer because. <laughs> There's a couple ways you can take beer, just like anything. It's, you know, it could be a good time. You know, it's usually like relaxing and fun and social, Mm -hmm. but it could also mean like a vice or, you know, like a social situation because most people like drink socially. But at this point, like going through this, I'm leaning more towards it's like kind of like the fun part of the dream. Like, it's, yeah, they just want to have a beer and they keep I mean, like, being told no. They're on vacation or they're in a tent. It's not like they're sad alone at home drinking. These are social situations where, Beer is kind of normal. You're on a trip, you're camping, mm-hmm. whatever. Like it's kind of the norm. It is. And then let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Coleman, Alabama's only gynecologist. <laughs> At least she's female. Female empowerment. <laughs> but um, she must be kind of like a bitch, honestly. She, I she, I not to be mean. I'm sure she's a fantastic gynecologist, but well, why all the rules? Why all but the why? rules? And if, and if I'm thinking of like doctors, you know, obviously they're in high standing societally. If you think yeah. about them, you know, doctors are trusted and what you tell them is private. But especially with a gynae, you're like, you're, it's very vulnerable. There's a lot of vulnerability. Yes. When it comes absolutely. to that. Absolutely. If there's any doctor besides maybe like a proctologist, the gynecologist <laughs> is going to be where you're most vulnerable. I agree. Vulnerable. You, you have, there's a privacy there that, you know, is trusted. Wait, so can, the I, fact- can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. Have you ever been to, <laughs> to like a um, like a teaching practice or teaching, um, you know, just a university or something where yeah. they're like, um, can we bring some students in? Yes, I have, and it's like also. What was your like answer? You're four like, people, and you're like, was this a gynecology yes, situation? Oh was. God! <laughs> I mean, I've done it for other things, but sure. nothing was no. as vulnerable as. I thought maybe there's one person coming in, but it's like all of a sudden there's like four people standing around, like taking a real good look. And they I'm got like, their notebooks. They have their like little pens, their clicky pens, which I don't have anymore. No, and they're taking notes. I'm like, yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It's it's there. That <laughs> here we are. <laughs> yeah, I have had that, and I always do say yes because you yeah, know, you have I to learn. You have kids to learn have to somehow. Learn. Not kids, but students. Yeah. Okay, so the gynecologist is just being a total party pooper. <laughs> but then we talk about a tent, and tents are like a non-permanent structure. So there's the house, mm-hmm. there's a tent, there's a <laughs> hidden lair, and there's a resort. I mean, there's a lot of structures here. But like, if, if I focus on the tent, tent's temporary, temporarily there. It's not a permanent structure. Mm-hmm. So what maybe is not permanent in her life right now like is there a phase of her life that's just a temporary thing right whether it be a, a in-between jobs thing or um you know a family situation that's just temporary so what is sure. it i think that kind of is important to point out here hey but at least they're having fun in the tent i mean until the end like until at they least can't, they're oh, allowed yeah. to drink beer in the tent right wear wedding dresses wear wedding dresses run around Have wild a good time. Like, sounds like a good time just up until the end up until the end but then we'll talk about your little um, baby dog bear. <laughs> baby dog bear. I love him so much. 
But what what words come to mind if you think of a bear? Because often when we we to mention this before, when we talk about animals, is there mm-hmm. is a trait in the animal that may be a little more um, specific that you see in yourself? Power. I feel power, like yeah. power. Absolutely, I agree. Strength. Like yeah. badass, large, in charge. Yeah, and I mean, depending. I mean, I know this was a baby dog bear, but like. <laughs> Mama bears? Well, she didn't say it was a baby. She just said it was a black bear. Oh, that's true. But I mean, if, well, we if, just assume we just like the name. We baby just dog assumed bear. it was a baby because a baby dog <laughs> bear sounds great. But I mean, when you think of bears in general, like of like mama bears, you mm-hmm. think of protection like crazy, mm-hmm. like super protective of their. I mean, most mothers in nature are, but I think bears in particular are super protective and super sensitive around their babies. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And then, you know, we have the wedding dress, which we talked about before. <laughs> it means celebration, but it also means um, permanence, like some mm-hmm. sort of permanence in your life. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I want to mention was the Native American reservation that she had mentioned. And all the, all she's seeing is that I'm going on with her life. But I, if I think of that, I think of everything's okay. It's right. all like it's traditional. It's very like clockwork things are yeah, you know, by everyone the has their job and every, you know the whole community's working together yeah and so that is a lot of symbols in a dream here amber yeah i think we both had some dreams where we could break down these dreams so for entire episodes right <laughs> these are like they should be their own episode dreams, right <laughs> overall amber i think you know it starts off like something's something's good you're drinking beer you're having a good time you know beer's fun but then <laughs> Uh, beer is but, fun. Beer is fun. Hashtag beer is fun. New t-shirt. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Um, not like we need to proclaim that. Everyone knows. No, well, um, you know. So life's going well, but then there's something temporarily that might be making you feel a bit vulnerable mm-hmm. or something in your life that uh, you want to protect. I think there's of course. something that's making you protect. And that brings you, me to what you just mentioned about the bears being like a mama bear. Mm-hmm. You know, what? what's a little off balance in your life or temporarily vulnerable that makes you want to protect. Right. And I I think it also goes with why did she want to put on her wedding dress? So maybe Mm -hmm. she is struggling with that permanency or that maybe she doesn't feel... Try to get back to that. Maybe she doesn't feel secure anymore. And she's like remembering like putting on the wedding dress and what that symbolizes and what that means. Like a forever... Yeah, just to get some, like, settle down almost, be, like, mm-hmm. more, like, traditional or to get the, whatever is out of balance right now back into yeah. balance. Mm-hmm. But then we got this, like, people grabbing her legs. And oh, that, where did that come from? Oh. It just took such a so, strange turn. I think, I think that just says, you know, there are going to be bumps in the road, and but yeah. you're persevering anyways, and you're still having a good time. You're still handling shit on your property, even right. though everyone's coming over. Um, <laughs> and there is a lot about gynecology in this dream and people reaching up her dress. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe they're the maybe, students. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're the students. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe there's some kind of um, wanting of a child or something maternal. I mean, again, we're talking about mama bears. Something, or something we want to explore. Oh, sexually. yeah, something. Something maybe your partner wants Ooh, to do, and you're like, I don't know if I want to like, do that. Give it a shot, man. Give shimmy, it a shimmy, and <laughs> shimmy, shimmy, shimmy your way into that. Um, yeah, but maybe she wants to be more traditional when it comes to those things. So who yeah, knows? That's fine. Everyone can have their own rules and drink beer or not drink beer as they wish. But everyone should go to a gynecologist for a checkup every three years. So every three years. 
Yeah. Well, it used to be every year. Um, really? But if you don't have anything wrong, Concerning. you can go three years. So I go every year. Good job. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Go go visit your your gynecologist. Your and- small town gynecologist where you'll run into all your friends on the waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's their slogan. Jill's gynecology. Come meet new friends. <laughs> friends for life. <laughs> Cool. Well, thank you so much, Amber, for writing yeah. that dream. And we love our Alabama fans. So thank you. Thank oh, you. my God. Alabama is like getting hot and heavy, right? Top of the yeah, list. They're good. They're they good. They are good folks down there. And thank you so much for supporting our show, everyone. But if you want to support, you know, you can always go to remolations.com slash support. There's many ways you can support, whether it's Patreon, but of course, submitting a dream or a dream story. We love to. And just remember, the first 25 Patreon members get a one-of-a-kind t-shirt and special access to additional dreams, additional dream stories, and there's some good stuff coming up. Absolutely. Um, I have been dreaming every night for the last few nights. Wow. And I've been, it is like the second I wake up, I forget them, but I did remember like one catnap one, and then this dream, I wrote it down. Even it was like an hour after I woke up, it was still in my mind. But like, wow. I know I've been dreaming. I know That's I've been dreaming. And I'm like trying so hard crazy. to remember the second I get up. And what I do is I'll um, do a voice to text. Oh, yeah, that's smart. And I'll just like say it to myself and yeah. send it to my own like, yeah. <laughs> number. Oh, smart so way to do it. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. I've, I've been in a lull again. Oh, no. Yeah. Can't remember. Isn't it? Although, <gasps> I, so I, Brooke, I did, I did have something crazy happen this week, and I've been in a little bit of a lull again with my dreams, not remembering much yeah. of them. But I did have, I don't remember all the details of the dream, but I do remember one part, and this is just really weird. So I just wanted to tell you. Yes, of course. I had it in my dream. I was in a dressing room, and I come out of this dressing room, and my, I think it was my, is either my niece or you or both of you were there. Uh, my niece, Sydney. So, I come out of the dressing room and I'm like, what's going on? Is It must be a full moon. And you go, yeah, it's a full moon. And I wake up and I look at a, a, like a lunar calendar and sure enough, the next day was a full moon. And I had no, I don't like follow that shit like normally. So wow. I just thought it was really weird and bizarre that in my dream, I had a feeling it was a full moon. I'm sorry. I don't mean to like look so surprised that that's amazing. But when you said that, this is weird. I feel like one of the dreams I've had recently where, you know, I can't, I usually can't remember, had to do with a dressing room. Really? And I'm not even joking. Like, what if there was like some a crossover kind of dream? Crossover it's dream. SVU crossover dream. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago Fire, Chicago PD. Oh we're my God. It's a crossover episode. That is crazy, though. Yeah, no, because I remember. Crazy. God, no, okay, and now I'm really trying. Like that, like sparked something in me. Like I that did have something about a dressing room. That's weird. That is so. And weird. maybe because it was a full moon. Like it was legit a full moon. Like was it yesterday mm-hmm. or today? Yeah, I think yesterday was something. So like yep. maybe something was in the air that made us dream something kind of similar. Oh, never know. That's weird. weird. If, if you guys have ever had something like that happen to you, where you have. Simultaneously dreamt something some one of your close friends or family members have. Let us yeah. know, please write in. That's so interesting. Do we have pod news, Mindy? We have pod oh, news. We have pod news. Yes, I want to. It's been a couple of weeks since I mentioned some of our um, locations. We have some people tuning in from, so just want to give a couple of shout outs here to Columbus, 
Marquette, Atlanta, Ooh. or as Brooke calls it, Hotlanta. Hotlanta. Which I've never been. So if you want to, you know, the city of Hotlanta wants to have <laughs> us do a live show there, they can give us some plane tickets on down and we'll be happy to. Absolutely. Macon, Butte. Well, we yep. know Butte is in Montana. There's lots of land there. And Yakima, Kansas City, Bend, Memphis, and Amarillo. Texas, Tejas. And well, I mean, I know it's not on the list today, but Alabama, holla. I mean, we got to give them an extra shot. <laughs> yes, out. We, we got do. We do. so many cool fans from Alabama. Fun, fun. Well, I have a fun, something fun to talk about today. Speaking of different states, Ooh. I wanted to talk about the most common nightmares by state. There's such a thing out there. I There's found such a, a study. Oh, I'm so fascinated. <laughs> and so this uh, information comes from a study that MattressAdvisor.com did. And Ma- so Mattress, mattress Advisor. Okay, they, give, wanna... they give you their opinion on different mattresses. That's good. I just wanted to make sure I heard you correctly. <laughs> yeah. We'll put a link in the show notes uh, to this study. So what they did is they interviewed uh, 1,500 people from all different states, trying to figure out what was the most common nightmare in each of these states. Wow. So if you had to guess, overall, as a nation, what is the most common theme for a nightmare? Naked. Mm, Actually, that is really low on the list. No way. Really low on the list. Teeth? Teeth Teeth falling out? That's number four. Yeah, you're getting close. Oh, I feel like I'm on the family field. (laughs) (laughs) Survey says. Uh, Survey says. 6.7 people report uh, teeth falling out is the most common nightmare. 13.45 percent of the nation say that this Being is the most chased. common yes that's it. <laughs> <laughs> ding 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 Brooke, do I get today to you have one <laughs> if you look behind door number two you could have one shower a new car <laughs> or you could take that and get whatever's in this box oh no i'll take the car because my <laughs> car mm, could <laughs> yeah, use be it's upgraded going. at this point <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So I'm just going down the list. The most common nightmares across the nation. Number one is being chased. Number two is falling. Number three is missing important events. Mm. Teeth falling out. Loved one dying. Getting lost. Being trapped somewhere. Being dumped. An ex or home invasion. But actually, I'm going to go through these a different little way. So let me try this. She's getting comfortable. I got to reset she, She's a, She's adjusting. She's adjusting. adjusting her position. This oh, is God. serious. Someday now. I'll get a real chair for this podcast, <laughs> like a big kid. Well, um, I'm sitting against the bathtub. So if you can get a real chair, maybe someday some, I can we, get... We can get some like really cheap, dirt cheap rental space in Rockford. <laughs> oh, the don't, garbage town of Rockford. I don't <laughs> care if I say it. I don't care if you're listening. Come at me, Rockford. I am <laughs> mad at you. Whoa. Oh, wait. <laughs> Side note, did you, so what they say about your ticket? They said oh, yeah. no? So besides our terrible lunch in Rockford where we got where I got the takeaway box that was just for chili. For your soup. We <laughs> for my soup. We each got a $28 parking ticket. We parked in the same lot. Tiny tiny little lot. Mm-hmm. And Mindy Not well got there. Signed. No, didn't see a sign at all. Mindy got there before me. I didn't realize she was there. I just by chance saw a guy out of the corner of my eye walk up to like this kiosk. And you would have never noticed this kiosk. It's an outdoor parking lot. And I can post pictures online because this she is She took bullshit. pictures. She took bullshit. pictures. <laughs> and so I was like, maybe I should see if there's like an hour free or something. So no, there wasn't. So I put my credit card in and you had to pay for two hours. It was like six bucks. I did it. 
walk inside. We both Rip come off. out. I told Mindy, I'm like, did you pay for parking? She's like, no. And I'm like, uh-oh. You I'm know. like, I don't know. I didn't park in that parking lot. There was a free parking lot. She didn't nope. see signs. And I'm like, I didn't see signs either. But of course, we walk up to her car first and she's got a $28 parking ticket waiting Asshole. for her. And what was the shitty part? It was like three minutes oh, after. Three minutes had, after I parked. Yeah. After I parked. They're waiting. Because she had checked her text message to her husband when we sat down yeah. for lunch and there was like three minutes in between. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, shit, you should contest this. So I'm yeah. walking over to my car, you know, all confident because I did pay $28 parking ticket. And I'm just screaming to Minnie. I'm like, I got one, two, one, two. I got one, two. And so I was so mad. So it's like even on the way home, I had to like stop. I was so mad. I'm like, uh, I, I took a picture of my credit card statement and yeah. everything. And I sent it into them. And it took them like six days to get back to me. And I was downgraded to a warning. Oh, oh, warning. Oh. I'm like, oh, Why you weren't even down? You paid. Why would that be a warning? I paid. I paid. You're going to give me a warning? And they said, okay, so I have a personalized license plate that stands <laughs> for Fun Brookie, which is my nickname. Or if you're, if you're Mark, it, it says fucking Brookie. Oh, or effing Brookie. People also say to you because <laughs> it's F-N-B-R-K-I-E. And when I entered my information, I put F-U-N-B-R-K-I-E, and they're like, make sure you put in your correct license plate. I'm like, there was three cars in the parking lot. You three. couldn't figure the out. parking lot of 100 spots. You couldn't figure out that F-U-N-B-R-K-I-E was the same as F. Oh, I was so mad. Oh, warning. Okay, Rockford, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Side please. note. <laughs> please. And because you know what? I took a video because, okay, normally – this is like a, a desert town. There's no, like, there's nothing down here. We actually had lunch in a, the basement of a, of a hotel because there's like nothing else open. <laughs> we did. We so, couldn't find anything. <laughs> normally, and I live in the city. I know about, I don't live in the city. I live near Chicago. So I know when there's parking, you got to pay and that's fine. So I looked yeah. in front of my car, not a sign. Look to the left, look to the right, no sign. Walk out because usually the direction you would walk would have like a stop. Don't right. forget to pay. Exactly. No sign. No sign. It was on the far end of the parking lot where you didn't have to go by to park. <laughs> right. And Bullshit. I think this is why Rockford is regularly on one of the worst cities list to live in in the United States. And I'm not even making that up because I'm mad at them. But I think it really is considered one of the worst cities to live in. And Agreed. They are living up to that reputation. But now it's on our shit list. $28. Still down. Rockford. 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 You know how I feel about you. <laughs> okay. So going back to oh, yes. the most common nightmares. Yeah. So I'm going to go through these and I'm going to let you know what state has these dreams the most. Okay. Okay. So the first one, as you guessed, is being chased. Yes. The state that has, you want to guess what state has the most dreams about being chased? California. Nebraska. What? 44.44% of people claim that that was their number one nightmare. You know why? Because Nebraska's nice and flat. You can run really far. There's no hills. <laughs> ever and ever. Come to Iowa, at least on the river side of Iowa. That's too many hills. Too yeah. Many hills. That's tough run. All right. Coming in number two is falling at 11.23%. Maryland. What? 23% like I- of people there say... Okay. Well, I was thinking it'd be something, maybe a place with mountains or a high altitude, but nope. Good old Maryland. No, but I, I'm going to have you guess this one. Missing an important event. Is it? Is it a trick? Is it Iowa? Is it like I- no. Illinois? No. Minnesota. 
They're just such nice people, and I'm sure that it really bothers them like, if they miss an event. An event could be like a garage sale, you know? Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. I missed your garage sale. Yeah. Oh, they're the nicest people. They are the there. nicest. I think that makes sense. It does make sense. Okay, teeth <laughs> falling out. I'm going to give you a hint here. It's East Coast. <laughs> yeah, that's a great hint. Northeast Coast. New York. Rhode Island. Oh, geez, you could have said it. Okay, well, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, my loved one dying. Ugh, that could be anywhere. Florida. Ooh, that's a good guess because there's some older people in Florida, but no. Arizona? <laughs> it's in the, in the non-contiguous U.S. Alaska. The other one. Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii, yes. Damn it. I know. But I, that makes sense to me because, you know, Hawaii, it's all about Ohana family. It is all about does. culture and, mm-hmm. you know, family heritage. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So we would love to learn more about Hawaii if yes. we could get there. Yeah. If you know anyone in Hawaii, tell them to listen to the podcast because I don't think we have a listen on the big <gasps> Hawaii, islands. Hawaii. Come yet. on, baby. Yes. We need you on our list. Getting lost, the number one state, Washington. Oh, well, that kind of makes yeah, sense. That does make sense to me. That makes sense, yeah. Getting trapped, Montana. Oh. Which I find interesting because I don't see that it's as so like a, wide open. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So maybe that's why. Maybe there's too much space and it's like the opposite. You feel, But this is crazy. 50% of the people reported that as their number one dream in Montana. 50%? Yeah, that's a lot. Wow. Yeah. Wow, All wow, right. Wow. Being dumped. Well, um, how many states do we have? Are we going international? I'll, go, I'll say it's a southern state. Is it Alabama? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Mississippi. Mississippi. They don't like be- being dumped. Dreaming of an ex would be Delaware. God, we got some really stri- like small states on the East Coast like yeah. representing these numbers. Yeah. So what would you guess Iowa's most common nightmare is? <laughs> Choking on corn? <laughs> I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Or a corn cop somewhere where you don't want it? <laughs> also incorrect. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's not about corn. Oh, oh well, then it definitely means um, being stamp- trampled at a um, tailgating Hawkeyes game. <laughs> <laughs> that would make a lot of sense, but it is actually tornadoes. Well. Which I do have a lot of dreams about tornadoes. I mean, I don't live in Iowa now, but I grew up there and I still have. Yeah, tornadoes <laughs> is quite a common one, but most common in Iowa. You know what? That does make sense. Um, tornadoes are very scary dreams to have. Yeah. yeah Any kind yeah. of weather-related dreams, I feel like, are very scary because you're just completely at – you have no control of the situation. Yeah. So of and you're also kind of being chased when it comes to tornado, too. So yeah. it kind of plays into both of those nightmares. Right. North Dakota cares a lot about going bald. Oh! With 33% <laughs> of people reporting that's their number one dream. This is so interesting. <laughs> Oklahoma. Or Oklahoma. What do you call people from Oklahoma. Is it schooner? Schooner state? Uh, sure. Oklahoma. They are <laughs> afraid of being naked in public. <gasps> See? Naked was my number one guess, but that was way down the list, huh? It was way down the list. <laughs> Tennessee is a unique one here. They <laughs> most common dream about monsters. Monsters, huh? Hmm. All those this is fascinating. Ten time monsters down there. Okay. <laughs> Tennessee <laughs> River. Um <laughs> 
Got it. The Tennessee River monsters. Watch out. <laughs> but here's here's my favorite one of all. Wyoming. Oh boy. And I'll let you guess what Wyoming's oh. number one nightmare is. And you, and you won't guess in a million years, but let's have some fun. Being lost on the moon. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but you said I'll never guess of, in a million years that it's kind of along weird. those lines of not really practical first weird thing that came to my head i liked it (laughs) um it's actually zombies 25 percent of people in washington report having nightmares about zombies zombies wow who knew what what's going on in each state that causes that yeah that's so interesting well i get it with hawaii being you know about family that's the one that makes sense iowa has like one of the most reported tornadoes in the like as states go Iowa's next to Nebraska and Oklahoma. Right. And the Washington one made sense, too. But, like, why do other ones just focus on, like, being nude or something like that? Like, what makes that state specific to that issue? Yeah. That's so fascinating. It is fascinating. And I'll say that Illinois was being chased, so. <gasps> Which is often. It happens to me a lot. Mm-hmm. But if you want to see where your state falls in this list, we will go ahead and put a link to that in our show notes and put a graphic up on our social so you can check it out. I love Fun. that. I love yeah. that. I was like nerding out over all of these like numbers <laughs> this morning. I'm like, ooh, 42%. Ooh, 50%. <laughs> Zombies, what the fuck? Yeah, Going it, bald. It's random. Like, where? I mean, Imagine how many studies there are out there like that. And like, I wonder if they're similar. Like, give me all the studies. I love this. All the studies in the world. (laughs) Yes. Mindy's got a binder for it. If you've got (laughs) it, if you've got a study, she's got a binder. (laughs) I I can't, I call it my nerd. And I've got, I've got post-its to go with those binders. (laughs) Damn straight. So how was your Easter? It was delicious. Mm. What Um, did you guys do? It was, this is a sad state of affairs. The first Easter, I think I mentioned um, that my dad still does like stockings for me and my brother, Easter baskets for Mm -hmm. me and my brother. This was the first year I had to have a combined Easter basket for me and Chad. Oh. I was like, no. So your your dad's recognizing you're in this long-term relationship and he's like, now they can share? No, because you know what? I it's not going to be shared because he's going <laughs> to eat it in one second, and I'm not going to get anything. Rude, because he loves candy, and I'm like, no, we can't share because sharing does not exist in the world of candy to him. He like will just <laughs> chow it <laughs> down, and I'm like, I was literally having to be like that person where I'm like, you get one Heath bar, I get one Heath bar. Oh you yes, get one. Baby Ruth. <laughs> I ended up taking like some Tootsie Pops and some Rolos and calling it a day. I'm like, this what is not is, worth a fight. What is like one thing that could be in your Easter basket that you'd be like, okay, score? Cadbury eggs. And I know okay. that's, yeah. that's pretty hit or miss. I think people either like them or they don't. Yeah. Luckily, like Chad em. does not like them. So, I <laughs> so got you got all, all the Cadbury eggs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Take your wins where you can when you're in a relationship. <laughs> you notice too, because my purse fell open and all the Cadbury <laughs> eggs rolled out. And he's like, oh, I see how it is. I'm like, you didn't want him anyway. I can only imagine seeing this play out, please. Don't even pretend you're offended. I had to make sure I got something from this joint Easter basket. (laughs) How was your weekend? Uh, It was good. We had celebrated Passover with Mark's family. 
my sister and her husband were in town and he's from Chicago. His parents live in Cicero. So we went down and had Easter with my sister and my brother-in-law's parents. Oh, good. Yeah. And then yesterday we just sat at home and day drank. Drank beer? (laughs) Well, we started with Bloody Marys. Did you put your wedding dress on and drink some beer? (laughs) Um, I should have. Speaking of wedding dresses, a few weeks ago, my sister had a birthday party. She, my sister turned 50, and her f- daughters and her husband planned a party. It was a surprise party. But what she didn't know is everyone was going to dress up as different versions of her. So there was um, Camping sh- Shannon. Yep. There was – I was Wedding Day Shannon. We had um, – Motorcycle. Motorcycle Shannon. <laughs> yes. My mom went as, like, future Shannon. Like, it was all um, – because yeah. my mom and my sister look alike. But your dress, by the way uh, – Yeah spectacular and your hair spectacular i think you did the best job of anyone i mean i'm a little biased but you know i love your entire family but you had the epitome of that time wedding dress so my sister was married late 80s early 90s yeah Yeah. early 90s and so um and i'm a brunette she's a blonde so i found this really 80s rocker hair (laughs) found a big poofy sleeve dress with a bow on the butt and then um, bright blue eyeshadow, and I looked just like her. So I'll post that picture on Instagram yeah, and social please. so you guys can see it. Because I wasn't, I wasn't was there, but I saw pictures, and you, you are definitely going to want to see this. Because Mark kept looking at me. He's like, "I just can't get over this wig. You look so the weird. blonde." <laughs> he just couldn't get over me as being a blonde. I was like, "Yeah, it's not me. I cannot pull off blonde." Oh, but it was such a good picture. It was so much when the whole picture of your whole family was such a good picture. Yeah, yeah. I'll post that. Um, but yeah, so that's the last time I wore a wedding dress. It was only a couple of weeks ago. Fun. <laughs> well, congrats. I think people should do it more often. Just I, I think I should buy get one, one and just wear to it. wear it because I haven't gotten to wear one. And I don't care. I'll go to the grocery store. People can look at me. Be They'll like, just say what? congratulations. You'll be like, thank you. Thank you very much. If I go to Walmart, I'll fit right in. Like, they probably won't even ask any questions. <laughs> no. Did I tell you one time? And this just came up. Um, one time I was in the Walmart checkout. And there was a woman who was using one of those um, electric carts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then she had gotten um, a, a bucket of chicken from the <laughs> deli area. And so all of a sudden, I, you know, I see her at one point and then we path, cross paths oh, again. No. And all of a sudden, we end up being behind her in line. Oh, no. <laughs> She's eating the chicken and leaving the bones on the floor no! in the checkout. Yeah. No. <laughs> it was the craziest thing. This must have been like 10 years ago. But I'm like, but who? why would that ever be okay? I mean, like, okay, first of all, you I pay by weight. people that you nibble ate when they eat, right? No, I don't understand that. No. I've never done it, but you know, like you see people eating grapes or something. But yeah, but you're paying by the weight. T- eat see, chicken and throw the bones. The on bones the are all over the where, checkout floor. I'm like, what the raised? <laughs> oh my god, that's horrifying. Yes. Yeah, so uh, that's a good Walmart story. Mm. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it? A she good wasn't. One <laughs> she wasn't wearing a wedding dress, but <laughs> she. Came home and she was full, I'm sure. She was full because she ate all the chicken. It wasn't before one or she even two. It was like six, six pieces of chicken she had gone through in the so summer. She, she probably got like a dozen and yeah. only paid for six because she ate them all before she got sticking it to the man. There's like a, a fucking trail of bones behind <laughs> there her. There was. Oh my God. Crazy. Crazy. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I didn't know that story. <laughs> That's really funny. 
And I think it was before I had a camera phone. So this must of have been. Of course, it had to be. Like otherwise, you would have kept yeah, I would have totally taken pictures. Unless I did, and I don't remember. But it was it was a good amount of time. Wow. <laughs> if, you, if you're liking our stories and our podcast, we're going to ask you one huge favor, and that's to go ahead and tell your bestie about the show. Tell your best friend. Tell your favorite cult leader. Baby dog. Bear. Do- baby dog bear. Tell baby dog bear. <laughs> Or tell your favorite gynecologist when you are feeling most vulnerable. Please tell her <laughs> I can have beer and this is a damn good podcast. <laughs> I so, love it. Share mm-hmm. our show. That's how we keep growing and we appreciate each and every one of you. And hey, while you're at it, look down at your player right now and hit that follow button if you don't follow us yet, because that way you're making sure you're getting the episodes as soon as they come out. Yep, yep, yep. Thank you, Amber and Phil, for submitting your dreams. We really appreciate it. Keep them coming. We can't wait until next week where we get to read more dreams to our best friends. But until then, sweet dreams, bitches. bitches.